This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. My favorite modern E3 tradition is Charles Martinet always just hanging around outside oh, yeah, Nintendo's. Totally. Yes. And I don't think they like invited him there. He said <laughs> he my whole name there. once. Yeah. Because yeah, they, they, they took all these people's <laughs> names from the press event and then he was like, welcome to, and then he'd read a name. And he was yeah. like, Samuel Claiborne. And I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was my old boss's voicemail message for a long time. Like, oh, just cornered okay. him at like E3 once. Like, it's pretty good. That's awesome. Of course, we're talking about Santa. And of course, that could only mean one thing. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop, the final GameScoop of 2018. I am your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me for this, what, if I'm being honest, is going to be a bit of a goofball episode, is Justin Davis, <laughs> Sam Claiborne. I didn't hear it was a goofball. And CJ Gibson here. Goof Scoop. The ghost of Scoop Future is here right. joining us. He's feeling very festive. We're also joined by Hanna-Barbera's Pac-Man Christmas comes to Packland and the all-time classic Christmas classic Koopa Claus. 1980s. <laughs> it also contains Santa Claus is coming to Flatbush, stars in their eyes and too hot to handle, recorded in the LP mode. There you go. Uh, excited? Of course, put Quality. together by Kids Classics. That, that's KK. I don't know why they didn't just call it Kids Classics Company. Mm. Just go for the full thing. I don't know why. Uh, also, their slogan is, we make collectability a way of life. Wow. That's they trademarked. Knew. You can't use that. In 89. 80, <laughs> the 80s were a simpler time. They were. Um, Sam, why, why Flatbush? Why Santa? I think the Mario Brothers were plumbers in New York, and, and Flatbush is an area of New York. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. you pointing at me? We'll before. go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> because okay. it has those live segments, you know, where it's like the Mario Brothers and Captain yeah. Globano yeah. has people over. Well, terrible. okay. 
All right, we do have a great show for you planned. Not a lot of uh, big video game news to talk about in this final, in the final working days for us of the year. But nope. uh, we're going to share what we've been playing, what we plan to play over the holidays. Of course, we have the Damia Awards coming up, the most prestigious awards in all of gaming. <laughs> Dude, have we done this the, uh, before? The, yeah. the gentleman from Price Waterhouse Coopers brought the envelopes over. <laughs> to the winners oh, are right here. Oh, okay. Like, can you imagine uh, the the developers out yeah. there that are watching this? Like, how anxious they must be right now. They see the envelopes. They know. On the they, table. they know. The uh, winners are in there, and they have to wait for it. Well, we're going to make them sit through a bunch yeah. of garbage first. <laughs> yeah, that's oh true. Uh, all right, let's share what, we, what we've been playing, what we plan to play over our holiday break. I finally beat Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, I can't believe you beat it. Yeah, finally. Well, you're yeah. really... What happens in the end? Near there, too. <laughs> you're close to the end, too, I think. Yeah, but I know or at I've least close to, to the, the multiple post-game things yeah. that happen. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the way I felt about that game... Uh, Pretty close to the beginning is how I ended up feeling about it. Very, very impressive game on many levels, but uh, it commits an unforgivable sin in that it is it doesn't feel good to play. Mm. Right. Like going, well, you could forgive that if uh, they change that with an update, right? I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> that, but that's how the game feels. Like Rockstar games kind of feel like that, and even like when you should they? It's, well, that's a good yeah, that's question. the thing. It's like yeah. it, it there. It's like. It's overburdened with too many systems and like yeah. mechanics that are trying to simulate reality, and it's like that doesn't actually that doesn't make the game more fun. Yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, when I stopped, when I beat that, I went back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, yeah. and immediately I was like, oh yes, this is how a video game is supposed <laughs> to you feel. You press a button and a thing happens. Just, right I'm just running, away. I'm running around all of ancient Greece, just scrambling up mountainsides, and everything feels great and it's fast. I'm looting bodies just by like with the press of a button, just like poop, 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 looted, looted yeah. five people in three seconds. Man, it's great. Love that game. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and then I also, uh, I hope I'll be playing Smash Brothers because that's a, it was on my Christmas list uh, wow. from like family. You, know. you haven't started it yet. No Christmas. No. And I'll, I've got like five. I have five exactly nieces and nephews on my uh, uh, sister's side, so that'd be fun to play with them. I don't think they've ever played a Smash. Hopefully, all those game. little ones pulled their money together and got you a copy <laughs> of Smash. Yeah. Well, they're working hard, and might as well spend some <laughs> of that money. Um, Justin, yeah. you beat Smash Brothers. I wow. did. I beat wow. World of Light. Yeah. Um, World of Light never ends. It's way too long <laughs> until like, it ends. The, the, uh, I did won't you get all hundreds of spirits. No, my completion rate is like sixty eight percent. Still pretty. Good. And so I am. I am in like map cleanup mode now. Um, if that's a mode, if you just sit down to play it like a single player campaign, I don't think it's that great. But it is perfectly designed to just bop in and out. Like that's the way. That's what I would recommend anybody do. Like go in there, do like you know eight challenges, and then just leave, and then just spread it out over a month, and you'll have a lot better time. Man, nice. in a few more years, you're gonna have kids to be able to grind that stuff up for you. That's amazing when you mm. just go, hey, you know just what? Grind. I got a present for you. My daughter, um, the only video game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> My daughter is four, and the only game she's ever played is Super Mario Odyssey. Her and I played it together. Um, and then this weekend, um, we busted out. I showed her Super Mario Kart for the first time. Super oh, Mario Kart. Awesome. No, not Mario. Sorry. Uh, Mario Kart 8. Gotcha. Um, okay. yeah. And like, she, she's just like, it just, like, she didn't know that other video games like existed. <laughs> and I'm like, no, here's this other Mario game. And they're racing together. And her and Bowser are friends. It's fine. They're just having a good time. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. I'm like, look, in this game, everybody's friends. They're just racing. Um, no, I'm still playing a lot of Smash. I'm having a lot of fun going through classic mode with each character. They all have their own little custom mini campaign, and it gives you a chance to like learn each character. Um, Smash Ultimate, it's, uh, it's probably game of the year. Mm. Wow. Nice. Interesting. Too late yeah. to vote. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. Because our awards will be up probably by the time this episode's live. Yeah, right? They're going up Friday morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, then they will be up uh, by the time this is up, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, Sam, are you going to try and... Uh, 
plow through the end of Red Dead? Yeah, I will for sure. But I've been playing on my Switch a lot. I got yeah. the, I've been re-rolling Katamari. Uh, Katamari <laughs> Reroll is a, a reissue <laughs> of the first uh, Katamari Damacy game, and the music and the vibe and everything is so lovely to return to, mm. and it's kind of what I keep on wanting to play. So I'm, that's unusual for a game from the 3D era for me to want, like want to go back and play it that much. The 3D era. Yeah, because it's easier for me to, to jump into Super Metroid or Mario mm-hmm. ah, Brothers gotcha. 2 or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. I just fell right back into it because it's so simple, you know? Yeah. And then they, they kind of like took all of the things that were characteristically cool but ugly and they just made them look the same but they're not ugly anymore. They're like you can there's no jittering or, or texture problems or anything. And mm-hmm. that really goes a long way in a game where you're rolling up a cat into a ball of garbage. <laughs> uh, you really need to see that cat wriggle. Because the cat wriggles. That's really <laughs> Yeah. So that's great. And then today we started a game that uh, I can't talk about yet hmm. uh, but it's another four player Nintendo game that I think we'll be Ooh. playing over the break hall. Nice man. Interesting. CJ, how about you? This game called Destiny. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. You're yeah, not sorry. playing that anymore. I, mean, I am still playing it. You have it. to play it just because you're on that show? I mean, I do, but the fact is, like, Destiny and I talk about this all the time. I got to bring it up now because it <laughs> seemed odd not to. Yeah. Forsaken was a really good expansion. Destiny kind of had those grindy pains of the just game was kind of the same and, mm-hmm. and not very good. A lot of people got in and out of it, but it is a really good game. You know, is, they put out Destiny 2 like two years ago. I do remember that. <laughs> still playing it. But, um, oh, 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 you yeah. were playing Destiny 2. Uh, <laughs> see, nobody knows. Everybody's just like, oh, this is Destiny game. It's a fun game. Uh, I will say, I'm going through God of War again, New Game Plus. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Makes me want to play that again because really? you have all your weapons. and your Do you play that thing. with your children? So I was going to ask you guys, what do you think? Because I have a 12-year-old. God of War you should is not a, ask me for parental. Well, I know, but here's the thing like you kind of always want to like look and everybody's like oh he's too young but god of war is kind of like a fantasy style violence game it's not like yeah just don't play god of war 3 with your kids well that's the thing right because god of war 3 and the previous ones were very sexualized this doesn't have much of that even though there's fantasy violence yeah why does that bother you why does the sexualized stuff bother you more than like the stomping because because, yeah there's questions that you get later (laughs) on as a result of certain things and at least yeah at least god of war doesn't have that so and what do you guys think would you let your 12 year old play through that game the thing about that age in particular like 11 12 13 14 is that like the 13 year olds can be very young or they can be very mature. Yes. And so it's sort of like a little bit of like, I think some probably are ready for a game like that and some probably aren't. So everyone needs to gauge for themselves. Like, yeah. It's different than when they're like eight. It's like, all right, you know, like obviously you're not going to be watching PG-13 movies mm-hmm. yet. But yeah. Could you turn on like sweat mode where the blood is all sweat? Oh yeah, for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, let's get I MP1. personally would say this is just me speaking for me. I would say no because um, because there's no putting that genie back in the bottle. Like they're only young once, and so it's like they're going to be able to play games like God of War for their entire life. Yeah, so you don't need to like rush into that. Right? It, it is true. It's one of those things where so I you think you have to play it a third time though. Well, and that's okay. That game <laughs> is amazing. It is one of those things where I feel like it would be okay if I played it with him. And I think a lot of these games when you get a chance to play it and you can be with them it's very different than letting them play it by themselves and I would actually like to experience that with him so I do think he's a little bit young but typically what happens is Call of Duty and all these other games they end up playing at their friend's place so I'd rather play it with them so but that's true yeah I'm excited about it uh, I'm not a parent but I would say 
when I was growing up, I basically had no restrictions on what I could no, watch exactly. or play. When I was 10 years old, I was watching Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Terminator, Predator, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, playing whatever video games I wanted. But of course, it's different now. Like, yeah, it like, is. There's no, you know, the level of violence in God of War is much different than it was in the 80s. It is. And he's a bit of an old soul. And I mean, I played Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 in the arcades all the time. Again, we were talking there was no ESRB back mm -hmm. then. But I mean, turned out okay, I think, you know, for the most part. <laughs> okay, jury's out. But excited to play that. And then, yeah, I want to go into Assassin's Creed as well, too. Uh, I have a question for you. Since you mentioned Destiny, since you're a Destiny man, yeah. how are you feeling about Anthem? Oh, yeah. So Anthem's one of these games where I think it's got that Bioware pedigree. People are really excited from a third-person standpoint um, and just the story and lore. They're really good at that. Mm -hmm. But the gameplay verdict is still out. And I mm -hmm. think that even from when I got a chance to play at E3, it feels really good. It looks really good. They're marketing it in a way kind of like an open-world game. We've obviously seen Destiny struggle with maintaining players. Mm -hmm. So I just don't know how long people will be invested into that space for. But the game looks and feels amazing to play. You know, when you say it feels amazing, I, I played it a lot in D3. Yeah. It feels good to fly in that game. It does. I don't know if the shooting still feels very like much like you're, it's not, whatever you're hitting is, is you know, I, I know it's a, a cliched phrase, but it's a sponge. It is. It's like there's so much sponginess to like things that, but that can be tweaked and stuff. But I don't know. I just like games like, I mean, the opposite of that is a game like God of War, where like you're breaking off pieces yes. of the thing you're fighting constantly. And, it fe and God of and War like feels amazing. And I know those are yeah. not comparable. I'm just only comparing violence and damage in a game. Yeah. But like, or like actually, uh, Resident Evil 2 has like really good, like, you yeah. know, just like when you're shooting something, like it's deforming and reacting and yeah. being different. And that's just the difference between like MMO style shooting games right now. But it's weird. It's not for everybody. If you, and if you think of Uncharted, there's certain games where would you consider Uncharted an action platformer or a shooter? There you go. I know, but that's <laughs> well, what I mean. After two months of I these know. awards we've been giving out, that's what happens. Though. No more genre discussion. But when you play a game like Uncharted, do you feel like the shooting is really good in it? Because I don't. Right. Like it feels a little bit like a soup mixer. You're kind of like <laughs> figuring out where to shoot. And well, then Red they, Dead kind of feels that way until, exactly. you, until it teaches you it again. It's a little when auto targeting. I was playing those chapters yeah. in Red Dead, I was always just like just shooting shoulders and feet yeah. constantly. It's like, oh, what is going on? on here yeah so pretty good at it. but if massive if, if or sorry mass effect whoops if um anthem feels like that i think yeah it might struggle a little bit because the shooting and the and the aerial maneuvers feel good when you're in the air but on the ground it doesn't like you've, well, you you want to fly in mm -hmm. that game so i think there might be some things that they need to maybe tweak still uh, yeah. but it's coming out in february so it's it's pretty close so excited so close. hype level Big, but uh, we'll see if the expectation. The hype yeah. is above hype your is head. right here. Wow. But we'll see if they can live up to it. That's good. Be. All right. I know the developers out there are very anxious to get to the Damien Awards, but first, uh, <laughs> your audience is really the developers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam, this is the most prestigious video game award show of the year so everyone tunes in to watch yeah it's Wait. like it's like the award show for award show people yeah exactly yeah the people I mean, that really like, care you know like when you have a band's band mm -hmm. this is like the award show that like only happy. people that organize Look awards out. could really comedians like. comedian Look mm -hmm. yes exactly but let's check in with the listeners hey listeners hey. on the last episode which none of these gentlemen were on really we compared, None of us? We compared uh, the, uh, the, the free games that you get with PlayStation Plus and uh, Games with Gold. Mm -hmm. um, Who but won? It was hard. Well, I mean. The I Nintendo know. thing? The, the um. Nintendo thing is hard to compare. <laughs> <laughs> On the Nintendo Online, you get a batch of uh, NES games yeah. to play with your service. Yeah. But Nathan out there did some math. 
cranked, crunched some numbers. Oh, cranked some numbers. Cranked the numbers up. <laughs> Thanks for the maths. Uh, and came up with a, a value of the of the the current offering on Nintendo Switch's online NES games. He says on the latest Game Scoop, you gave the values of PS Plus and games with gold for the year. I couldn't. Uh, you couldn't give a value for Nintendo Online. Thought I would help. Put together a list of every game currently on Nintendo Online and their loose cost. Right now, it is a. Whoa. That's a drum roll. $312.41 value. Isn't it just like 20 NES games? Ooh. Yeah. So it's weird because how much are those games typically the most, on the store? The most yeah. expensive one right now, uh, just from a cursory look at eBay, is River City Ransom. That goes for about twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, nice. Okay. okay, but I think that game's like nine bucks on the eShop. Like well, I don't understand. And that's the issue how you how you value Nintendo um, games. Yeah, we've always you talked about this. They seem way overvalued. You also you can't put a price on River City Ransom. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> it's it's really good. It is a good game, but. Well, there you go. Now, right. so so play the games you got with PlayStation Plus this year were worth fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, wow. I don't know. I've the never games seen you that. got with games with gold were worth were worth just over a thousand dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. but on the Switch, you get three hundred twelve dollars worth of NES games <laughs> with inflation. Not Can we cut back to that tight shot of uh, Damon's uh, sweatshirt? Yeah. Look how well that's reading. You can actually see the twinkling lights. <laughs> that's if amazing. you're just listening to this episode, uh, you really need to see what Damon's wearing. It's so good. I, YouTube. I, I, checking <laughs> a cat or I rotate, would like to hear from the cat now. It rotates slowly sideways. There you yeah. go. All I think of is, I think the reason why I laugh so hard is I just kept thinking of Griswold's Christmas vacation yeah. and the cat that obviously fries in yeah. the middle of yeah, uh, eating a very sad lights. part. Of it is a sad part. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Would you would you watch Christmas yeah. Vacation with your was the thirteen? Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. No, Christmas Vacation no is the tradition. That is the Christmas movie we watch every. All right. Year. I think you can handle. There's the one swear yeah. at the end of that movie, but it's fine. It's yeah, played it's to fine. great effect. It is mm-hmm. Chevy Chase. Uh, I, I I just showed that movie uh, to my wife for the first time. She'd never seen it. She didn't like it at all. What? No, no David, way. Sorry, didn't play very well. What? What is she's, she? To Mrs. Hatfield. I'm, Mrs. Hatfield is a lovely woman. I know she her is. well, but she's got to go. <laughs> There's no. She thought that's the law. I don't know. Well, how thought, did it re- read to you these days? I, well, I just you know I've seen it a million yeah, times. You can't. I know it's all so the jokes. Good. Yeah. She thought Clark Griswold was a creep. Wow. Well, he, I mean, because of the uh, the mall, yeah. Scene, yeah, and then also when he's the, when uh, he's imagining his pool and the lady in his pool, <laughs> yeah, out there, she thought he was a little bit. I different. mean, so here's the thing: I always have this debate with my wife. Love Actually is that a Christmas movie? Yes. Yeah, mm, so. No, it's a terrible Christmas movie. I didn't, well, but I've never even heard but of a Christmas movie. movie. I suppose, but I, I, the fact that we're even saying that, I I don't classify it as a holiday movie. Would you so. call Koopa Claus a Christmas episode? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, I mean, art. Santa's in it, but but then Bowser's also in it, dressed as Santa. Uh, that's weird. And what are his reindeer? What are, what are Koopa Claus's reindeer? Oh, the, look on the front. Well, first of all, the, well, they're they're the vultures from Super Mario Brothers Two. That's a deep cut. That is yeah. a deep cut. They're like or albatross. Albatross is what they're called. Yeah, albatross, <laughs> yeah, right. and they drop bob bombs. Look at how frightening he looks. Look, turn it sideways. Look at how frightening he looks there. Well, oh yeah, there's Men- also a shot of menacing. Mario in the back, and he doesn't have a mouth. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> The description of this episode is, when the evil Koopa Claus, Bah Humkoop, <laughs> tries to stop Christmas, the Marios come to Santa's rescue, and Toad learns the true spirit of giving. So so they don't teach Bowser a lesson. No. No. <laughs> toad. no. Toad, toad is the one lesson. who's been screwing up. He gets the total blame. <laughs> total. A, total blame. Uh, yep. Uh, check out this this, sh- this shot of uh, Toad. Let's get this in tight here. Uh, he looks Slip really the sad. Tongue. They can't see anything. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> you, there's no way you nah, can see anything. Thing. He's a he's a sad little bastard. Just look up. He doesn't even know what Christmas means until these idiot plumbers teach him about it. Yeah. Uh, Justin, yep. David from Tonga. Mm, okay. Wants your cool. opinion on something. Oh, boy. where is Tonga? 
In the ocean. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pacific Island, right? Mm-hmm. He says, hello, Omega Cops. <laughs> Season's greetings. I'm curious to know Justin's view of the side content offered in 2018's <laughs> AAA games. Why me? I mean, I'm honored. He you out. He says, Red Dead tried to dissolve its side quests in its main narrative. Spider-Man went in a totally different direction by having the game be mostly collectibles, Mm -hmm. while Assassin's Creed made its side quest compulsory to proceeding with the main story. Even Octopath took its own approach by doing away with the main narrative and making a game of side quests. Mm -hmm. God of War stood out by being more more orthodox in this respect. Given how important it is that big titles pad themselves out with content to maintain sales and keep customers engaged, does the panel predict a general shift in the method or form of side content in single-player games? So I don't really know what he's asking. Can you decode it? No. Uh, it was, I think I don't know why I'm being singled out to answer this question. I what think game was it about originally? All these games. No, like, I, oh. I've talked before about how side content, I don't do a lot of side content in games because it's never as good as the main content in the mm. game. And that, like, makes sense, right? Like, if you're a game developer, you have this much time and effort and, you know, your team is this big to make a game, you're going to focus the majority of your effort and attention. Like, the main quest line in any video game is always going to be more compelling and better acted and have bigger set pieces and bigger bosses. Well, that's the intention. The then the yeah. side content. That can right? fall short, right? And then yeah. the side stuff is really good. Like, I'd say Mass Effect games are a good example of that. Everything I do around Mass Effect is great. I don't care about the invading whatever squid things. I think I, I like the trend this year of, uh, the, you know, it does feel blended up. Like, and like Red Dead's the poster child from that. Like, is it a main mission? Is it a side mission? It's yeah. just all, it's just all part of this cowboy experience. And don't worry so much about main or side mm-hmm. or whatever. Just, you mm-hmm. know, play the game. And the game um, tricks you because you'll like go to yeah. like see, you think it's going to be a main quest or a character you're going to do yeah. a quest with. And then somebody else comes in and is like, quiet. Yeah. We need to go do this. Yeah. Exactly. And it's really weird. Yeah. Or like even the, like, there's a mission where it's one mission. But you go fishing and then you rob a train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, exactly. so even the way that the missions are designed, like they're building in side stuff into, you know, and story stuff into the main mission. Um, Assassin's Creed, um, I actually enjoy that game more than Red Dead, mm. but it's not nearly as sophisticated at like, you know, blending up or thoughtful and like, you know, it's content. Yeah, the side quests in that game are like, go get three pieces of coal and bring it back. But I do yeah. like, like, well, here's what I, sorry, what I love about Assassin's Creed is like, I have an hour, like I have an hour before I need to go to bed. I'm like, I'm gonna sail to an island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I met someone and had sex with them. <laughs> I, you know, climbed a mountain and you know, synced a point of interest. You know, I yeah. went, I went on like a whole little mini Greek Odyssey. Yeah, like, I agree. I really like that. And then, you know, and then I leveled up and I conquered that island and now it belongs to my nation. Mm-hmm. And you know, and now the <laughs> the partner of mine is now on my boat. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Like all of it just interweaves together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I don't like about certain side missions in Assassin's Creed Odyssey is that uh, mi- m- very often it'll just be a person who's like, uh, I put on a play and one of my actors was bad in the play. I want you to go kill them. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to go kill them j- for that. That's not a reason to go kill them. And then it's quest failed. Yeah. It's like, what? 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 <laughs> Had to do it. I'm not a monster. Why mandatory. are you punishing me for that? Yeah. That sounds like the game's uh, randomly generated quests are like yeah. pretty bad, yeah. actually. They're actually very That's bad. the one thing in the book's um, so, yeah, and even God of War, he described um, as being a little bit more conventional, but I think the side content in that game was really deeply well integrated into the main quest as well. Oh, did, yeah. did you do all the Valkyries? Did you guys beat all the Valkyries in God of War? No, no I didn't. Dude, so, yeah. I love, man, that game is so excellent. It's really good. I, I, so I beat the game before I beat any of the Valkyries, because at first, you, it takes you a long time to actually learn. I thought you had to beat a single one. I, no, I, I don't think right. you did. Because I definitely did one fight. I guess it was just like you one skip that them all, yeah. yeah, you can skip them all, and so that's what I did. Not intentionally, actually, because I didn't even realize it. But at the end, when you have your power, 
power and you're leveled up, it's yeah. much easier. And at mm -hmm. that point in time, you kind of understand how the combat works. But the Valkyries are amazing. I'm at the final Valkyrie and mm -hmm. just the feeling that you have of accomplishment for doing that, it's very old school in the sense that, well, what was the game you were playing, Damon, where I walked in? Darksiders 3. Darksiders 3. And it is kind of like that, where at first you're not sure how to do it, but you're like, okay, it's kind of showing me and it's explaining it. And it's my fault if I mess it up, but it is one of those try again, try again, try again until you yeah. do it. And it can be very punishing in that The way, way that the side content in that game is like breadcrumb to you, like you don't ever have to fight any of the Valkyries, but I think the main quest takes you like you have through to an find area, it. like yeah. Oh, there's a thing here, and then you get the quest. Yes. Like, there's twelve of these, and then in the course of fighting those Valkyries, then you'll find a dragon, and like yeah. like you stumble on this stuff, and it makes you feel like you've stumbled on some crazy big thing. But the game's ab absolutely designed yeah. for you yeah. to you know like you know take you past this like. Like it's designed to like pull you off of that main path yeah. in a really clever way. And the portals are there, so when you kind of realize, mm -hmm. hey, I'm either powered up or I can do this or come back to it. Yeah, it's it, it's letting you, hey, there's this thing that you can do. Maybe not now. You can come back to it after. What a video it's really well done. Yeah, it's really well done. That's one of my biggest complaints about that game is that <laughs> it doesn't tell you, it doesn't make it obvious. And now we have game help, and all of our everybody we know played the game, and we can talk about it like that. Yeah. But like when you play it without any of that, it's like, well, I I don't know if I should go explore right now. Because I don't have the thing, I don't know if I have the thing to explore with. Nice. And you, you can mm -hmm. go, I went way off course in this yeah. game because I like exploring in games. Yeah. And it totally breaks it. You can't, huh. you'll go to an area and it's like, okay, well, I got really far down this line with really hard enemies, but I don't have the key to get in the door here. Like, I hate that. I, mean, I think see, that's really stupid. Interesting. See, I actually didn't mind it because I felt that at least once you got to an area, they gave you that ability to teleport back and at least get to it. So you weren't usually, you'd find the area once, you revealed it in Yeah, and that's map. like the Metroid-like idea. I just don't think yeah. this game is designed as good as a Metroid game. Interesting. Okay. Because it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a combat game that's telling a story. If it wants to be a Metroid game, then it can fully shift and do all that. But it doesn't do it that way. Hmm. What do you think of Breath of the Wild? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about that on this. I know. I know. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, it's time for the Damien Awards. Woo! The moment everyone has been waiting for. Yes. There we uh, go. We can kick things off. The first, the first award is going to be for Best Movie I Saw. <laughs> Got it. Oh. Here to present the nominees for Best Movie I Saw is... Justin Davis. Oh, go, oh boy. Oh. Mm, so I just, this is just, it's just <laughs> taped here to the front of the envelope. Uh, the best movie I saw is the name of the award mm -hmm. is Solo, A Star Wars Story, mm -hmm. Avengers Infinity War, mm -hmm. A Quiet Place, Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, and Deadpool 2. Wow. Do you guys have like, I actually a, liked a lot of those movies. You guys have yeah. like a bingo going? You guys trying to, ooh, let's see, ranking mean, game? I'm, Based I'm, off what I know about Damon, hmm. I'm going to guess. Yeah. I'm going to guess that you gave it to Solo. Hmm. I think it was a weird year, and he might have given it to Infinity War. I think so, too. And in, nah. Into the Spider-Verse, just saw that. That's yeah, I, very to good. be fair, I haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, you gave right. it to either Solo or Deadpool is what I'm going to say. I'm saying Infinity War. You're, the more oh, I I'm think doing, about it, the more yeah. I like Deadpool, too. I really like Deadpool, too. It's great. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Oh wow! Oh, wow. Avengers oh. Infinity War. What an upset! Damon what says it's the best movie I saw. I'm really surprised by that. Are you? Yeah. I thought it was like like yeah, so well done, so well put together. The action was great. It was really funny. And then I love like Thanos, who I thought looked really stupid in the trailers, turned yeah, out to be a super yeah, interesting yeah, character. Yeah. I love that it had this like downer, bummer, sad ending. Yeah. That was like a case just like Deadpool for me, where I had low expectations. I know that sounds crazy for like the biggest movie that we cover. Yeah, but like I didn't really like the other Avengers movies, but I like the characters like. Mm. Thor 
Thor and Spider-Man yeah. and stuff yeah. like that in their own movies. Yeah. They finally got Thor right. Like, mm-hmm. just yes. let him be goofy and yeah. funny. And like, How many times have you seen it? Well, I own the Blu-ray now, so I've seen it a few times. Yeah. So did, did you like it the nice. second and third oh, viewing? Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. I, I found that when I, I watched watch it again it. and again, yeah. I, I appreciated it more. The first time you're in the theater, it, the ending does really trip you up. And so without getting into details, yeah. I had little kids with me and I was like, yeah. What's yeah. happening? <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh were your kids, I don't like, know. Were your kids like sad at the end? Like, yeah, very. Right. Because, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the moment they're like, he, he can't, it, it's wow. it's him. And That's I was cool. like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just as confused as you are. Yeah. So yeah. At least you didn't have a sex scene to explain. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, they probably saved that for Endgame. <laughs> it's, uh, I, and I, I'm a huge fan of the MCU. I rewatched yeah. all of them in the run up to Infinity wow. War. So, uh, nice. and that's like 18 movies yeah. now. Um, I thought Infinity War was like pretty cacophonous. Like it doesn't really give you a chance mm. to breathe. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, it's a little too wall to wall and loud and mm. noisy. That might help with reviewing then, right? Like watching Maybe. it again. Maybe yeah. it clears it up a little bit. It's nice to have on like it's just the spectacle of it. Like there's never yeah. been a movie that looks and feels bigger. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't think it quite worked as like a story. No nomination for Ant Man. Well, it is just half of a story, I guess. That's, That's right. That's right. Uh, Ant Man is like it's fine, but like the stakes are so high in Infinity War, it's, it's hard to like yeah. watch a smaller movie after that, knowing like what's. And to where be we fair, you yeah. didn't see Venom. I did not see Venom. <laughs> I did not. So that might yet. be your movie. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to see Into the Spider Verse on Christmas Day. Yeah. So good. That'll be great. Hear nothing really good about that. The next award is for Best Pixel Art I Looked At <laughs> this year. Here to present the award for Best Pixel Art I Looked At is Sam Claiborne. Boom. All right, so the nominees are Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon. That was a good one. Mm. <laughs> that was my Bloodstained look. You can go to okay. YouTube to check that out. Uh, Into the Breach, mm. which is the game about bugs and robots. Yeah. And then Dead Cells, which is a game... Uh, that's kind of like a Castlevania game. Those are all good pixel art. Those are. Yeah. It's really great. But one, which one was the best? Man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say I Dead Cells. I think the award's going to go to Bloodstained. <laughs> okay. Mm. I got Dead Cells. I thought Dead Cells was ugly, even though it had a uh, you know, good game. Play. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Ugly game. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well. I don't like the main character. It just looked like too stupid. Here it comes. My two for <laughs> two? Too stupid. <clears throat> and the award goes to. <laughs> Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon. <laughs> no, for those listening at home. <laughs> oh, no, we have a La La Land situation. Exactly. Oh, it we dead. knew it was going to happen. This is not the a joke. Says dead Jimmy Kimmel. It's not a joke. Come on down. Dead Cells has won. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm two for two. Dead Cells, yeah, good looking game. I think Dead Cells has the best pixel <laughs> art of those what? games. Yeah. Uh, Messenger. I was maybe expecting to see Messenger as well. Oh, too, but... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty good. Well, well, let's put this back in here. Somebody get a pen. Back in well, it wouldn't have won, but Messenger probably could have been nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Sam does not agree with the winner. Well, so that's Blood how he. Is a uh, very, very beautiful game. Uh, let's rewind time here, Thanos. That sounds like has a really sharp. Because they do some extra like effects in there. I think yeah, they do. Bloodstained, they tried to make it really look like an NES game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's even some like flickering and stuff, but Dead Cells is a pixel art game that couldn't have been done on NES or Super Nintendo. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there was also honorable mention Owlboy, yeah. which uh, came to Switch and PS4 this year, but that was released mm-hmm. on PC in 2016, yeah. so it's a couple years old. Gotcha. Uh, the next award is for the best old game I discovered this year. Ooh. <laughs> Here to present the nominees for award. the best old game I discovered this year is CJ Gibson. The old guy. Here we go. All right, Sam, should I just... Uh... Nominee, nominees, nominees. Okay, yeah, yeah. guess, guess. <laughs> you have to well, read the okay, nominees. I will, okay, I will. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna, I was going to open Wait, up you're going to let us guess with that. No, 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 okay, all right, all right. All right. Best old game. 
Best uh, old game, the Dame, uh, Ikari Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Money, Puzzle Exchanger. Wait, start over? M- Money, Puzzle Exchanger. Light, Everybody got that. <laughs> Lightning Force. Oh my god. Night Slashers. Mm-hmm. Dragon Blaze. And Zupapa. Well, <laughs> Zupapa. Zup- <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. What do you mean, what am I doing? All right. This bears no meaning to anybody except for people that sit next to Damon in the office. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm telling you. These are very Damey gamies. <laughs> and the winner is Beard Papa. No. Money puzzle exchanger. Money puzzle, wow. Money puzzle, puzzle exchanger. Again, the best yeah. old second year in a row. I discovered it. No, I discovered that. <laughs> that was the one. That was the SNK yeah. puzzle game, right? The yeah. they're all S and K games. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them. <laughs> one of them psycho. <laughs> Do what you must, Sam. Uh, it's 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 like it's like magical drop, but you're using Japanese coins, matching Japanese coins. Yeah. And if you get enough combos, you send junk to the other person's side of the screen. Yeah, we know how puzzle uh, games work. <laughs> No, I, let me tell you, Justin. <laughs> you have to match three. Got it. This is what one of my all-time favorite burns on a podcast was like, <laughs> oh, you start out leveling up you know, really fast, but then the farther you get in your game, it takes longer and longer to level up. And it was like, yeah, I've played a video game before. You don't you can skip that part. We all know that's how they work. Uh, all right, this is kind of the big one. This is best game I played this year. Ooh, wow. Can we just go over that? Here to present. No, that was best old game. No, no, I mean throughout the At episode. the beginning and in the way. What do you yeah. mean? Well, anyway, okay. this is the best game I played this year. Here to present the nominees is Justin Davis. Oh, boy. Okay. The nominees for best game I played this year are... God of War. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2, yeah. Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Oh, you really like that one. Yeah. Uh, Into the Breach, God of War, and Far Cry 5. Oh, yeah. Oh, Far Cry 5. That's right. You, you, really ago, you yeah. just pretend to be surprised by remembering Far Cry 5. <laughs> uh, and the best game I played this year is... God of War. What I'm guessing. <laughs> it's God of War. I went with right. God of War. Yeah. It was God of War all along. Nice that event. was the best game I played this year. You switched I the agree. font on this one. Oh, they're all different. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Some of them are from movies. What did you like best about God of War? What was the thing that did it for you with that game? Uh, I, well, I love, I just love like the, the setting. I love the fantasy setting with the world serpent. Like as you're traveling around yeah. that space, the world serpent yeah, sort of like serpent. always oh, cool. there. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, Is that the Godzilla lot. font? That was uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Cool, mm, nice. Uh, one of them was. Commando. I forget which one. <laughs> uh, the final Agreed. award is the game. Uh, this one's just boring. I got bored with this one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this game announced in 2018 that I'm most excited for. Mm-hmm. Here to present the nominees is Sam Claiborne. All right. Had to be announced this year. So oh, we got okay. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. We know Damon doesn't like that game. That's oh. not true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was my pick. We have uh, Far Cry, New Dawn. It's just more of the same. He wouldn't like that. Mm. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil 2, amazing game. It just has to go to that. Uh, Desperados 3. <laughs> Is that a movie? <laughs> this uh, one's surprising. It was announced at Gamescom, and I'm playing uh, a game on PS4 now, now called Shadow Tactics. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Turn-based ninja game, mm-hmm. top-down view, and this is that with Cowboys. Mm. Like it. Uh, and then Rage 2 is the final one. Ooh. Which, what game are you most excited about? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess it's the Far Cry standalone deal. I'm going to say Secure, although I know it's not it. But that's what I'm going to say. Sam is hoping it's his game. Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Look at that. And he chose Resident Evil 2. It is Resident uh, Evil there you 2. Go. Which I felt a little bad picking a game that's a remake, but I, whatever. I think, Did you know that Damon's yeah. not a, an Animal Crossing guy? Yeah, I've, never, I've actually I'm, never I'm not a big oh, Yeah, man. I'm not either. It's got cats in it. Yeah, can, I think I need more of a goal 
than animal yeah. crossing you have debt you have debts you have to pay off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, how much do you like escapism <laughs> yeah those bugs aren't going to catch themselves <laughs> man yeah, uh, I don't think so. Not for me. Or is Evil yeah. 2 is right around the corner, right? I know. Yeah. It's, it's like long, a month exactly. away. It's going to be a rough and year by the way, after that, buddy. Like, I know it's a remake in the sense of like it's Resident Evil 2. They're remaking it. But it's like so different and yeah, new that's that I, I don't mean. even think it hardly even counts as a yeah, remake. Yeah. Like, that's it's basically a reinterpretation of this you know, 20-year-old thing. Yeah. That's cool. Justin, we forgot the Justin Davis best game where you wear a hat award. <laughs> oh. Mm. Did you uh, pick a winner? Well, I want to just float to the group. The same yeah. thing I was trying to does does a mask count as a hat? He wants to, he wants to know if Spider Man counts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, last time we debated, we were talking about Mega Man, and that's what threw me off. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't Tell know. If, I don't know if masks count as hats. So no Spider. Take Ooh. off that hat, Spider Man. <laughs> but like, what if he pulls it up on top of his head? Then is it a hat? Oh man! Well, I mean, if you put a sock on your head, this could be your chance. This could be your chance to give mm-hmm. it to Smash Brothers. Wait, there's a lot of hats in that well, you, game. You there's can tons. wear a hat, and, and then you can buy hats in that game. You yeah, earn Ooh. coins by smashing people, mm-hmm. and yeah. you spend those coins on hats for your me. Because you're <laughs> not, you're not going to give it to Red Dead. Yeah, I'll give it to Smash Brothers. There's okay. lots of neat hats in that game. DDD has got a good hat. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Captain Falcon crown. Got a- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. It's a little like Santa King hat. DDD is not wearing a crown. No, I don't think so. King K. Rula has it. a crown. <laughs> Let's lead with that question in 20 questions. <laughs> Oh, now it's time for a, a holiday buyer's guide. Nice video game buyer's guide from 1997. I love it. So sweet. Wait, wait, it's not just an issue. It's a buyer's guide. The buyer's guide is it's part inside. of. Oh, okay, nice. It's like an insert. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing was on the cover. They Fantastic. review that in this issue. The uh, dude. So this is my era of EGM. You know, mid 90s yeah. issue 101. Like that's right in the December 97. Like, the formative so years for Justin. And the very first time my name was ever in print was in a. EGM Holiday Buyer's Guide. Awesome. Not this year. I was way too young. But like, <laughs> <laughs> what? You wrote for it? That's yeah. crazy. Wow. That's really yeah. cool. That was, uh, yeah, that was the very first. I've My name has been in two magazines. I was in GamePro once and I was in EGM once. That's yeah. awesome. Well, before we get to the Buyer's Guide, there's a controversy in the news section in the front. Uh, scenes from Resident Evil Director's Cut get left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, I remember this. It was a director's cut that was censored. Yeah, they cut everything out. So here's what happened. Usually when a director's cut of a movie is released, it includes scenes not in the original edit of the film. That concept was the main idea of Resident Evil Director's Cut, Capcom's remix of their macabre mega hit. They botched it so bad. However, instead of releasing an uncut and unedited version of the game, Capcom ended up releasing one that was missing the gory scenes that were nixed from the original U.S. release of Resident Evil, even though it was intended to have them. This has infuriated Resident Evil fans. Oh, oh, wait, wait. So the intention was one thing, but they printed the wrong game or something? So they explain. Capcom Japan did the game's translation and submitted it to SCEA themselves instead of Capcom USA. The game was intended all along to have the extra gory scenes from the intro and other cinematics. Sony at first rejected the game because one line of copyright text for the Japanese version of the game, it was sent back to Capcom Japan to be fixed. Instead of merely removing the copyright line, Capcom Japan decided to just swap the cinematics from the original U.S. release of Resident Evil into the director's cut and resubmit the game to Sony Computer Entertainment America for approval. As one could imagine, the game was approved and sent off to be manufactured without Capcom USA realizing that anything had gone wrong. By the time the company realized the game had been cut, CDs had been made and the game was ready to go. 
Cool. The game's Thanks, pack- Sony. The game's packaging lists the <laughs> wow. game as having the complete uncut and uncensored yeah. Resident Evil cinemas. I remember that. So, the, but then they didn't wow. fix that. No. I mean, well, after they you, printed, the game was yeah. shipped. Like, Nineteen ninety-seven. There was no patches. There's no mail. That's right. There's no patches. Well, I mean, that would have like, been what, a huge what, financial loss. Yeah, yeah. Reprint the, ori- all those. the original Resident Evil, I think, well, came out a on huge cultural. It came out on PlayStation like four times. Accurate. Because they released a separate DualShock version. So. Three days after the game's release, Capcom USA posted the complete uncut intro to their website for people to download and view. Wow. Oh, the, just the intro. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, were, time, they were hoping for day one patches yeah. way back then. Uh, at press time, Capcom said they have no plans to recall the game or offer a replacement disc. <laughs> but, they, <laughs> wow. but they could have. That's really silly. Wow. Well, so, so is there a version of, that was Resident Evil 1? Yeah. yeah. So, is there a version of Resident Evil One that has all that junk in it? Yeah, now? they eventually released a. I, I don't. Like I said, I was saying a second ago. I think there's like four versions of that game on the PS One, and I think they came out with a DualShock version when that mm. when the DualShock controller came out, and I think that that had the uncut cutscenes. And one would imagine like the GameCube version is more like the director's cut. Yeah, well, that's kind of a remake, so I don't know yeah. what the FM, what the what the yeah. CG situation is on that. So it's always weird hearing these stories. I wonder how that happened. I wonder if there was like some new. You just guy. explained that. Well, I, I know, but like, like I know, <laughs> I know right, that. I, I know that. Know. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is, like, I wonder who kind of like was the person who's like, ah, let's just do this, and then, yeah, like, oh, whoopsie daisy. Guess that like altered. It's just like it's the very for, tail end yeah, of totally. Japan, kind of like not understanding, you know, <laughs> yeah. the U.S. game scene, and yeah, feel like uh, Sam, I like this story. Whatever happened to Color Dreams? Wow, it's an article mm. in Color Dreams, Tucson-based company that became Wisdom Tree. EGM takes a look back at a renegade Nintendo 8-bit publisher. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool they did that story. Uh, yeah, I won't go into the whole story yet, but it's, these are the guys that did like... Uh, Bible what? Adventures. Menace Beach. Spiritual the, Warfare. They were unlicensed, right? Oh, yeah, but you're talking yeah. about before when they were Color Dreams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were making like pirate... They were making NES games without paying the fee that they're supposed to pay to Nintendo, I think. Mm-hmm. They're all blue. Uh, yeah. There's comic. There's a comic book game. It's an interesting company. Comic book game? Yeah, but then they went to full uh, religious-based games. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's an ad for Croc, the game Croc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty good joke. Cool. It's a joke. The ad is a joke. So, <laughs> oh, I see. Laura. There's shadows Laura, of Lara Croft, Mario, and uh, Bandit. Oh, uh, sh- crash. 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 Yeah. It says, How did Croc find his competition? And then on. Delicious. Whoa. Oh. He ate them. Yeah, the joke. Here's Lara's guns. Mario's hat with an N on it. Can <laughs> yeah. you see this? And Crash Bandicoot's shoes. Okay. Done. No trademark dispute there. No. <laughs> no. It's clearly an N. It's clearly an N. <laughs> um, uh, all right. We'll get to uh, the buyer's guide now here. Uh, you just blew past a Jerky Boys 4 ad. There's an ad for Jerky wow. Boys 4. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, so we, they, the, guy, the buyer's guide starts with Nintendo 64. They list uh, system strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So in 97, the, it had been out for a year and a half. Yeah. About mm-hmm. that, right? And uh, Ocarina of Time was not out yet. No. That's right. So system strength. Strengths, powerful hardware, a library that includes some of the best games available. Weaknesses, not enough games. <laughs> Third-party titles are often mediocre and too expensive. Some games are too foggy and blurry. Yep. No, that's a funny description. Yeah. The N64 had a different take on 3D, right? It just tried to blur everything. It says you need the system if you're into action games, multiplayer titles, driving games, and updated Super NES classics. So everything what? they just mentioned there is just categorizing the only other game that was out, which was Mario Kart, yeah. besides Mario Kart. Yeah. Cruising uh, that applies to everything <laughs> That's there. right. Avoid this system if you're into RPGs and fighting games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the I action- mean, that, that just stayed that way. There was a Mortal Kombat trilogy on N64. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. A lot. later. That's yeah. a good one, right? Yeah. The action game they recommend is GoldenEye. Mm-hmm. 
Makes sense. Definitely. Uh, then they, they, they recommend the bulky drive for the Nintendo 64. Excuse me? Which would become <laughs> the 64 DD. It never wasn't even out. How It'd never be released it? here. They recommend it? It said this add-on is still a long way off, but yeah. it's definitely the next big thing for the Nintendo 64. Of Due to hit Japan in March and late summer and fall in the U.S., mm. we expect the Nintendo disk drive not to cost any more than the system itself. Jeez. The first disk games include Earthbound 64, Mario, wow. uh, Mario Artist, and a version of SimCity. We hooked oh, up so uh, we played that. that here, and we played yeah. SimCity and Mario Artist. Um, Parrot oh, brought his, Yeah, we hooked up in the little black television. That was one of my wow. favorite. And um, SimCity, you zoom into street level, and yep. the people are there. It's like a, it's an amazing. You you can build SimCity. a city and then walk around the city streets on the from a first person perspective, which I know you cool. can do in like every sim now. But it wasn't like that. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my most fun. Like I don't know, four or five years ago, it was Nintendo's 125th anniversary, and so we did all these let's plays of old Nintendo games, and it was one of my favorite projects I've worked on, and it's the only time I've ever like. Messed with the 64DD, seen it hooked up and seen it running. It's really fascinating. It's really it's cool. And the paint game is really boring, but it is a paint game with Mario. Yeah. Mario Artist. It's like a se- sequel to Mario Paint. Mario Paint. Nice. Yeah, it's weird. What puzzle game do you think they recommend for Nintendo 64? Dr. Mario 64. I don't think that was out yet. Oh, okay. They recommend Tetrisphere. Love it. Tetrisphere is great. Nice. I've played the crap I didn't know out it was of that out. game. <laughs> for fighting game, they recommend Killer Instinct Gold. Oh, I had that good game. Too. Good game. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I think I feel like Killer Instinct Gold. I think my grandma bought it for like eighty five dollars. It was on cart, and the in sixty four games were like meaningfully more expensive yeah. than yeah. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. EGM makes a big yeah. deal about that in these yeah. issues always. Uh, for sports game, International Superstar Soccer sixty four, and for yeah. shooter, Star Fox sixty four. <laughs> shooter, <laughs> not Goldeneye. Yeah, that seems they, weird. Yeah, okay, you know. whatever. Oh yeah, uh, Justin. Here's an ad for Colony Wars. Colony Wars is dope. Yeah, <sighs> Killer Instinct. For racing game, they recommend Diddy Kong Racing. Naturally. Besides Mario Kart 64, other must-buy racers include Nintendo's Wave Race 64. Oh, oh yeah. so good. Wipeout like, the Wipeout-like Extreme G. Yeah. The library's pretty good by yeah, that time. That's yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Think like, it. It's funny, mm-hmm. like, in my head, the N64, I love that console of death, but it kind of had no games, right? It got, like, a couple of good games a year. But now that we're, like, 20 years past it, it's like, you only really remember, like, the top 20 games mm-hmm. on any console anyway. Like, yeah. when you're living it, it's like, there's not enough games, I want more games. But then in hindsight, it's like, well, give me Goldeneye. <laughs> Yeah. Here's their look ahead for Nintendo 64. It's a given you'll grab Zelda 64 when it hits in the spring. Yeah. And Yoshi's Story in February. But don't forget about F Zero 64 also doing the spring. This update to the Super NES Classic lets you race on nearly 20 courses against 40 opponents. And F Zero X is so good. That game ran at 60 FPS back then in the 90s. It was fast as hell. On a cartridge. It's pretty yeah. Cool. yeah. Third party, cool. third party N64 developers are kicking into high gear too. Konami will release Mystical Ninja 64 and Ooh. Castlevania 3D. Ooh. And rumor Ooh. has it they're also working on a, a Nintendo 64 Metal Gear game. Expect to see a Tomb Raider title from, cool. from IDOS next year. That would never happen. No, neither did As well as Turok <laughs> and Quake well, from Midway. What was the N64 Metal, Metal Gear didn't happen, but that no. I guess was Silicon Knights. But this is even before Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid, so I don't know what, what they thought was happening. Maybe they thought it was no, Metal Gear Solid. No Perfect Dark mention in there? Then there are the no. DD games, among them Earthbound 64, the first RPG for the system. And it has Ouch. been rumored that... Take that Quest 64. It has been rumored <laughs> that Super Mario 64 2 will be ready for the DD. So are they just like peppering <laughs> in like, oh, whatever. there's three true things and three things we yeah. just made up? Like Super Mario 64 2 is one game Nintendo won't release until they're good and ready. Mm-hmm. 
still still waiting. Still waiting on yeah. that one. Man, <laughs> I, it's such cool a cool they expected a Metal Gear game for Nintendo 64 before Metal Gear Solid. Came I mean, did, out. did Konami really make uh, was like Kill Switch them? Like maybe they got word of some other like shootery espionage game, you know, and they just got their wires crossed. Like it's hard mm-hmm. to say. For the gamer who has everything, they recommend the gold Nintendo 64 controller. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, we have it here. So that'll bring so us cool. to PlayStation. Uh, let's see the PlayStation at a glance. Strengths. A huge library of games with recent ones that are looking and playing better than ever. Weaknesses. The system does 3D graphics like nobody's business, although it's not quite the champ of 2D. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, interesting. Uh, that is interesting. That's yeah. true. No load time. Remember how mad Issues? they were about Castlevania looking retro? No, that was IGN that was mad about that. That was IGN, yeah. <laughs> uh, you need this system if you're into a good variety of games from pack- practically every genre. Avoid this system if you're into 2D games. What is going on with this? <laughs> All right. Like I mean, Symphony of the Night was out, right? Yeah. That's the game. That's the action game they recommend, Symphony of the Night. They're not wrong, though. Like Symphony of the Night, like Sony did not want 2D games on their console. Yeah. yeah. For fighting game, they recommend Tekken 2, RPG Final Fantasy 7. Really uh, then in hardware, they recommend this thing called the ASCII Grip, which looks crazy. That's the one-handed controller, Yeah, it's the one-handed right? controller. Mm. There's an ad for it here, which may explain why they're recommending. PlayStation is really good for <laughs> a, lot of, here. a lot of sports oh, games as well, too. You try a close-up here. This is the ASCII Whoa. Grip. Whoa. And yeah, it's meant to allow you to play like complicated stuff like RPGs. With one hand. Okay. What do you do with your other hand? Somehow. Yeah. Well. Oh. <laughs> this ad tells you what you can do with your other hand. This this controller is meant for lefties, righties, nose pickers, shark attack survivors, folks with po- poison oak, avid porn fans, yeah. pissed off New York taxi cab drivers, a certain mid-80s hard rock drummer, that clumsy kid in shop <laughs> class, people who gave their right arm for something, and Sabrina, oh my. and Sabrina Whitehead, who wrote down absolutely everything Mrs. Dinkelmeyer said in History 101. So her arm fell off because it was tired? That's some ad oh copy right there. Gosh, I think it's just because she's writing down everything. She's like a note taker. So uh-huh. What's that up- Sega thing? <laughs> Man, <laughs> Def Leppard getting a it's shout an ad out for but, a basketball oh. game, and these people are getting stretched out. Sam, they're getting oh wow, out. they're so stretchy. Yeah, <laughs> what is the heart? What is that? What is this? <laughs> it's frightening. What an insensitive ad. Hard Holy stuff. cow, Sega.com. It says hard stuff postcard. Justin, you're an avid porn fan. Yeah, who isn't? <laughs> well, now I've lost. That's <laughs> the controller for me. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's oh, the Oh, man. What's up with all the silly people over the section? They're doing some silly stuff in this issue. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's the, called the ASCII grip. Uh, it looks so cool to see they all those They also recommend games. the Sony analog pad. Why are they calling it that and not the, Dual, the DualShock? It, was it not called the DualShock yet? I thought it was. Or is that something different? Sony's analog pad has been long waited, and the wait has been worth it. Hey, are you guys going to use the Sears coupon I see here? Yeah. <laughs> $10 off. Because I call it. It's All $10 right. off uh, Crash Bandicoot 2 at Sears, Funtronics. I want to do a project oh, where we just all the can pre-order, Sam. Can we do $10 in 1997? That's like $3,000. Can we just do a project where we like mail in every single thing you can mail in from like an issue of EGM and just see who gets back to us and who like... Half the stores are probably closed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they also recommend this hardware, the Lunar Gun with Red Sight. It says, have you actually ever wanted to burn a hole through your TV? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Not at all. This laser scope and light gun combination isn't that powerful, but it does make for some straight shooting. 
Why would you need a like a like a light gun game on your you TV? Just, but then, like, then you know if you're aiming straight. Did they? Can you even see it on your TV? Or like, <laughs> it's like the it, laser appears in your television. Also, like in '97, you'd be using a laser at your. You'd be using a CRT television. Like mm-hmm. you're not even gonna. It's gonna like it's reflect off that in somewhere, right? Did, like, did Sony have your eyeball? <laughs> yeah. Did Sony have like a super scope the way that in, the Super Nintendo did? If or they did. Like it that? wasn't popular. I had a yeah. third party one. I had it for Time Crisis. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Super scope was awesome. Like a shoulder mounted one? No, sorry, just like a like a light gun. Mm. Yeah, Sony definitely had light guns for uh, uh, what's the lethal enforcers and all that yeah. stuff. Like came home on Sony systems and they had guns for them. Zapper is still the gun. Uh, for pretty the- cool. I, I've got a gun for a Play Choice system, which is a different version of the Zapper mm. uh, for the upright Nintendo cabinet, and it's so cool. What is what is the color of choice? Orange or gray? Oh, I like gray. You like gray? Okay. But for I the mean, Play Choice, I think it's blue and orange. Or Cap- Captain like N had the orange one though, so I mean. Yeah. Uh, for the gamer Did who you? has, I think so. For the gamer who has everything, they recommend the glove, which is an amazing piece of hardware. Basically, a power glove for the PlayStation. We were looking at a, a tutorial video. Oh, I think yesterday. I've seen that. Whoa. Bring that back, Dan. Whoa. Give me that close up. <laughs> One more close up. Dan asleep. There you go. The glove. Boom. Another yeah. one-handed controller. Another. Well, yeah, you slip it on your hand. It's motion controls. Yeah. Wow, that there. early. But to move your character, you're supposed to do this with your hand. That can't possibly no, work. No. There's no way. How many of those were sold and kids are just mad and yeah. disappointed? Yeah. Who knows? Well, I think we had a different take on it, which was actually clarified in the video. I thought it would be for differently able people or for mm-hmm. accessibility or something, and it's actually a smart idea. There's There was <clears> controllers <throat> back then, like the NES had one, which you can control with... Uh, breathing through straws, right? So I thought that was like a yeah. pretty interesting take. But then the video was all about like how cool you'd look, and like <laughs> showed a bunch of people pretending to play it around a TV yeah. and the, stuff. The and power glove like, marketing was amazing. Like the ad, really the good. ad for that Sony controller is just straight up making fun of amputees. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like yeah. yo, it was not that yeah. long. We got ago. Wikipedia pulled up here with the do dual that. analog <laughs> controller. I guess that's what they called it first. When did they Man. call it the Dual Shock? I think I guess that came later. Oh, you know what? It probably when the PS2 added Rumble, right? That's probably when they oh, changed the, the name. Oh, the shock. That's the shock. Yeah, there, was, there was no rumble in the... Okay. Yep, that makes there's sense. There's no rumble in It's a lot of iterations of a controller. Yeah. Uh, all right, so for the look ahead for PlayStation, if you're looking for a system that will undoubtedly be sticking around for the long haul, yep. this is the one to put on your holiday wish list. All right. The games are usually no more than 50 bucks. The graphics in a lot of the titles are looking incredible, even better than some games on the N64. I never, that's that's interesting that that was supposed to be the more graphically impressive system. I don't uh, yeah. remember it that way. That doesn't make sense at all. Uh, and the lineup for the coming months only seems to be getting better and better. As you probably know, we cannot wait for Konami's Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. So they were already aware of Metal Gear yeah. Solid. Weird, man. And then there's the buyer's guide for the Sega Saturn. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, rip. One more year. It says, it says Sega's system isn't quite the cool gift it used to be. Mm. System strengths, reliable CD-based hardware. No. Oh, this is good that it's reliable. <laughs> a great... <laughs> spins at the right speed. No matter what. A great standard and analog controller. A small but fanatical following. Sega as a first-party developer. Yeah. System's weaknesses, not much third-party support. Difficult machine to program for, thus often getting second-rate ports rather than original material. No more working designs games in the far future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're right. You need this system if you're into Sega Arcade hits, RPGs, 2D fighters, and Virtua Fighter type 3D fighters. That's the one. Avoid this system if you're into a lot of games in the future. 
Ouch. Ouch. Or Sega, man. Just man. always just a little late to the game. And then yeah. it just. If you had a Saturn them. and access to a dollar bin at the <laughs> local Babbage's at that time, you could have picked up some cool games. Oh. There, you know? Yeah. Uh, Justin, the strategy game they recommend is Dragon Force. Dude, I want to play Dragon Force so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the RPG they recommend is Albert Odyssey. Yeah, I don't, those are I don't working think, designs game. I don't think mm. I've ever heard of that. Yeah, me either. I think it was like a Zelda clone. Uh, a look ahead for the Saturn. The Saturn is an awesome console with awesome software, no doubt, but unfortunately, you won't find a flood of new games coming out in 1998. If you're looking for a solid, reliable system, then by all means, get one. The library is already full of great games. Can't go wrong. The few games that are coming out for the Saturn are, are plenty exciting. Sega's Enemy Zero is a graphical horror adventure game that looks like it could put Resident Evil or D to shame. Sega R is Sega's answer to Mario Kart. How could you go wrong with a racing game made up of the cast of Sonic? <laughs> well, well <laughs> you just also them. keep an eye out for other big titles like <laughs> Panzer Dragoon Saga, Dead or Alive, and a great-looking translation of Quake. Sega's future might be up in the air right now, but one thing's for certain, the quality of games are still trickling. Did that Sonic Kart racer come out? Sonic Kart came out, yeah. For Saturn? It was. I thought it was an on-foot racer. No mention of... Uh, That's so silly. No mention of... Um, the Dreamcast or yeah. the Katana. It was they still a little, I mean, Dreamcast was still 99, so. Three years away. So there was just a gap where there like, wasn't an active Sega console mm -hmm. on the yeah. market, I guess. And, and Dead or Alive, for did sure. that come out for it or no? I mean, that one it came Sega out for Saturn. Xbox initially. Oh. Didn't it? Obviously, yeah. Panzer Dragon Saga did, so. Yeah. We're in one of those gaps right now. <laughs> You're right. Where there's no <laughs> Sega system on the market. But I think, um, I think E3 2019 is the year we hear about the next Sega console. Could be. Mm. Could be. Pretty sure. Lofty. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Ryan Turford. What, what is that medallion? Well, that, we'll talk about that at the very end. Really? Ooh. You didn't just that's miss a, the medallion? That's a very thoughtful gift that was sent to I don't see Mad Libs uh, here one of our uh, this year. Uh, you know. Ryan Turford sends in our, our Video Game 20 Questions game. Right, I'm ready. Let the questioning begin. Could this game have appeared in, what is it, 1996, this issue yeah. of uh, EGM? It was 90, 1997. It was 97. 97. Uh, it could have. Probably unlikely, though. Got it. Okay. Mm. It's an old game, in other words. Mm -hmm. uh, did this game have, uh, well, was this from before 1980? Or before 1990? No. Okay. So 90 to 97. 1997. Um, Why would it have been... Like, uh, <laughs> always want to pick console. I want to figure console. Um, did we talk about the console in in this magazine? Oh, that's a good good question. Did we talk about the console that this game is on? Yes. In this magazine? No. Okay. That eliminates a lot of good this one, magazine. Good one, CJ. Good <laughs> one. A lot. I mean, this is probably a late NES game or just like a 16-bit game that they're unlikely to be discussed. Yeah, in because now, yeah, we're, we got 90s without yeah. 3D. Well, okay. you can ask if it's yeah, handheld uh, or whatever. Um, yeah, you know, did this game first come out on a 16-bit console? No. Was this game a cartridge-based game? Yes. That's five. Cartridge-based game. Not 16-bit. Not 16-bit. So it's either late uh, 64 NES. 64 NES or Game Boy. Did we do the handheld yet? Well, it can't be 64 because we did Yeah, we talked about that in yeah. the magazine. So it's either handheld or NES. Mm -hmm. Or Genesis or... Yeah. Well, can't or no, I'm sorry, um, I didn't mean that. I mean Ma Master System or... Yeah. And then Turbo Ooh. Graphics is 16, so it can't be yep. that. Huh. Neo Geo, I have no idea. Yeah. Nobody knows. Um, Dude, I wanted a Jaguar so bad when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, me too. That marketing worked awesome. Me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm like, it's more bits. Yeah. What, like, that alien there's game. no argument. 
So cool looking. Tempest um, 2000. Yeah. That eliminates a lot of systems that, I mean, I don't know how. Was this on the NES? Yes. Okay. Okay. There you go. Thank Thank you. All right, let's CJ. go. He went Thank for it. Um, yeah. Uh, is this a platformer? Is this a platformer? No. Does this game start? Does this game have Yoshi in it? No. Was this based on a license? Yes. All right. Let's okay. Do that before the All right. question. All right. Well, would, no, because late NES games are those that fucking Yoshi. No, those I two agree. Yo- there, there, are, sorry, there are those two Yoshi games. We've got Mario's. an F bomb. Yeah. Talk about Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Yo- there's two Yoshi games and those Wario Woods are like late '90s NES games. I, yeah, I know. You, there's at least four, game. but it was licensed. Licensed game. Um, is this a license based on a movie? Yes. Okay, that was. That's they always do yeah. these. I know. Okay, so there was. Uh, <laughs> that was what I was gonna ask. So. So we got like Karate Kid. Yeah. Star uh, Wars. Karate Kid's too early. The Last Starfighter. I I like. I'm trying to think about licensed games. I I played Back to the Future on the NES. Yeah. Home Alone. I was Home gonna Alone. say Home Alone. Home Alone. Gremlins really Two. Guys, if we just mention every movie we can think of, <laughs> then we can ask if we mentioned the game yet. Oh. Is Gremlins Two also Christmas, or is only Gremlins One Christmas? Yeah, Christmas One is exactly what I, what I was thinking of Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, Gremlins Two. I don't know, but Gremlins is a Christmas game. I think Gremlins Two is as well. Well, oh. I don't even remember if there's a Gremlins. There's not even a Gremlins game. There's just Gremlins Two. Yeah. Anyway. We also have Back to the Future games. We got Ghostbusters games. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Oh, right, right. Uh, does Is this game um, based on a good movie? Yes. Wow. Have we mentioned the movie yet? No. Whoa, okay. That's really good. <laughs> that eliminates a lot of That eliminates just all said. that garbage. <laughs> oh, but it was a good movie. So there's some weird ones like Batman, Toxic Avengers, uh, based on Toxic Avengers, Toxic Crusaders, I think. Yeah, Batman. There you Avengers. go. Avengers. Really yeah. Because Batman, Batman I, I feel like we had this on 20 Questions a few years ago, but Batman, Platoon? Batman 89, you know, the movie came out in 89, but the yeah. game didn't come out till after mm-hmm. it was later. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Oh, Ninja Turtles. That's kind of a cartoon more than a movie. Um, well, but it's a movie, though. Is Did this game have sequels? Um, Before no. or after it? No. No. Not okay. Ninja Turtles. Ooh, not Ninja Turtles. Not Batman. Could be Batman. No, no and Batman has I mean, a Batman sequel. Batman has a sequel, okay. too. Return of the Joker or something. Uh, okay, sorry. Was that question... Were you talking so about the, the franchise movie. movies yeah. had... had like or the big games? movies from the time or from way before. Hold on, hold on. You didn't ask if the movie had sequels. You asked if the game had sequels. The game has sequels, yeah. The game does not have sequels. Okay, okay well, so well, the game doesn't have sequels You might need either. to think that because Batman the game has sequels. <laughs> on NES. Okay, Return he of the knows. Joker. That eyebrow <laughs> says that he knows. Uh, oh, man. But it was good. That's, no, no, the movie was good. Well, I know. But I'm not saying the game is good, but that's what I'm trying to think of, like mm-hmm. good movie IPs that... No, I'm thinking... Um, I mean, I, I, don't, I didn't ever play like a Terminator game or Predator game. They yeah. probably existed. They, they did. did. Yeah, they did. they did. Both those exist. Well, Terminator what ter- became a different game called Journey to Silius. We don't we don't know what type of game it was. We got platformer oh, yeah. eliminated. Wait, what, did he eliminate platformer? He eliminated no. a platformer. Well, that's yeah. really what? interesting. When? Yeah, he did. I, that was the second that's question. Does that mean it can't oh. be Batman? Yeah, oh. a bunch of games. Oh, um, that's really interesting. Yeah, I was wondering. Maybe the only thing I can think of is like an arcade shooter or something like. Well, there's racing games like Days of Thunder. That's what I was going to say. Oh, there is. Um, Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a pretty good poker face. So I'm trying to break him here. Did we say the con- movie was good or the games was the good? The movies were good. The movie was Sidebar. Good. Yeah. 
Do you consider Days of Thunder a good movie? <laughs> I haven't seen Days of Thunder. <laughs> okay, so it it's is, not Days of Thunder. It is not. It's really we weird to have a movie-based game without sequels that's not a platformer. I mean, that's yeah, all exactly. weird. Um, but uh, I think Damon wouldn't classify a shooter as that, so like a Rambo-style um, game. Or a movie-licensed game that's not a platformer on the NES. Be, right, because all those games, yeah, were platformers. I was even thinking but of Friday the 13th is like an RPG. It's like a horror game. Last Action Hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, should we ask if it's an animated movie? Like maybe something by Disney versus. Uh, we didn't mention any There's of those. not many yet. of those. I don't mind that There's question. There's not. Um, is it an animated movie? Based on an animated movie. Is it based movie. on an animated movie? No. Rule all those out. That's really good, CJ. I like that. <laughs> oh, man. See, I want to ask does this have the best title screen ever? Because it probably does. That's <laughs> <laughs> all it had. Um, does this game, uh, is this game about you know shooting guns? Yes. Okay, mm, that helps a lot. That's 15. It does help a lot. It's not a platformer. Wow. I don't know. Like, I didn't play, you know, I'm outside of my depth on this. Well, we already did that. Have we mentioned the game yet? Yeah, but that was we early could, on. We could ask if, who the movie star, like, is it a Sylvester Stallone movie? Yeah, that would be Die Hard. <laughs> that would that's be a Christmas a game and a Christmas movie. Was there a Die Hard game on it? Yes, there is. There was a, you have a, there's a glass meter for your feet. There was a dope-ass Die Hard arcade game. Mm-hmm. Die but Die Hard's about shooting, right? I didn't play the game. But I mean, think, well, of, think of all the games <laughs> on there that are platformers. Is this? I a, just can't think of any other... Is this a game based off a movie that stars Bruce Willis? Well, it can't, well, oh, he's uh, smiling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Nice. It can make sense because it's Christmas, right? Yeah, that's a good point. It, okay, so it, does this game have a glass meter? Yes. Is it Die Hard on the NES? It is Die nice. Hard on the NES. There it is. Good Go work. with your gut. Good That's work, the it theme. A, Nicely done, Josh. The more I thought about it, down. Like, what's going to be the Christmas yeah. time? Yeah. yeah. It's a top-down shooter where you have yeah. to clear right. each level of the skyscraper, the terrorist, and move up to the next I know that game right, from right. Angry Video Game Nerd. Mm. Yeah. And yes, that has those. a great title screen because it's just a digital, <laughs> <Does> it? digitized <laughs> version of the movie poster. Of like the VHS art? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nazi Tommy Plaza on it. Uh, and that's oh, right on that's the cusp. That's, that's 1990 good. release. Woo! What year's the movie from? 88. Yeah. Wow. What a mm. that's, that's what a weird time in which games were like, we got to put out more games. They're like, yeah. let's get as many licenses as possible. Do you uh, think it was an arcade game first? I had, uh, no. no it was that's what I was wondering. It did come. I think there was a diehard arcade game. but Now look that up. Not that version. Uh Published by Activision. Yes. But the developer, I have to look this up. It was a Japanese developer called Pack In Video. Whoa. That's crazy. I'm glad we didn't get up on Japanese Japanese (laughs) developed. We dodged that bullet. Published by Activision. I mean, once you eliminate platformer, that is a lot of games gone in that area, right? It's like. I remember That's it so being cool. top down, but I couldn't have told you much more about it besides the glass meter. But I own it and I've played it. That's Secretly, cool. I was yep. hoping you would you would find out it was a Bruce Willis game and then up think end up yeah. thinking it was Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know what the weirdest uh, game from that era that from a movie was was the Untouchables. Uh, that's an yeah. NES game. So an NES yeah. game? Who framed Roger yeah. Rabbit's pretty weird. Well, yeah, oh, that's, that's weird. right. That is yeah. weird. Platoon is and really weird. You mentioned Platoon. That it's like a totally adult yeah. movie that yeah. that they made for a, a that's, children's I was thinking of Roger Rabbit when we were talking about the cartoon I have a vivid crossover. memory of playing that game and just being confused and angry. And I'm like six years old. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what's going on. No, Speaking Roger of confused yeah. and angry, dude, that game is yeah, it's yeah. so opaque. Uh, I rented a game, but the... Uh, Days of Thunder was in it when I was a kid. And it was supposed <laughs> to be something else. They gave you the wrong game? So for the whole weekend, I had like the worst <laughs> racing game. It was just so uh, bad. I was so disappointed. I was thinking Dick that. Tracy, too. I was trying to think of the Top other Gun. ones. We were, we were miles Dick yeah. Tracy. Yeah. Dick Tracy? That would have been uh, a good that one. one. Yeah. Which one? Dick Tracy. Yeah. Based on cool. the movie. Yeah. 
Dick Tracy. That was a big deal. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Madonna's in that movie. Yeah. Is Dick Tracy, is, oh, that, right. a, is that a comic Al Pacino's in that It's movie. a radio oh, an old documentary. And, and isn't it also well, like a Sunday comic strip? Yeah. Like old-timey like, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty what's good. The fa- what's the guy's face? The dumb Dick Tracy Yeah, I, was, I always think of him. It's good. It was, it was it like um, Al Pacino that played him in that, yeah. right? But what's yeah. the character? Life face? No, Is that's it, from Batman. I, I, I want to say it's like shoe face or just Mugs something stupid. Yeah, Mugshot or something. really dumb. bad. <laughs> uh, Warren Beatty played Dick Tracy. It's actually oh, a pretty good cast. That's right. Uh, all right, before we go, I want to give a shout out to our listener, Clark Petrie. Uh, hopefully, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. He wrote in. He's in the military. He's career nice. military. Uh, and he, he wanted to show his appreciation for the show. But he says, um, it's important to explain the military has significant restrictions on gift giving. Hmm. So they came up with the idea of uh, these coins that they issue, I guess, to specific soldiers is that how, or, like, or members of the military. Is that how you understand it? I mean, it sounds like they can just... We have a long history of challenge coins being fair game for exchange. In a culture as rigid as ours, coins are an area where total freedom of creation exists. While most are round and about the size of a poker chip, hmm. some are of incredible shapes, sizes, and artistry. So he says, uh, um, I regret being able to shake your hands, hand this to you in person. I hope both of you would accept my personal coin. I'm presently serving as a commanding officer. One side has that title, uh, my rank and name, along with the commanding officer ashore insignia. The other is part of of Teddy Roosevelt's famous man in the arena quote, something I found inspiration from my entire life. Clark, that's very, very, very cool. So that's awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah, it's very cool, very thoughtful. We're lucky enough in this line of work that we just get cool things in the mail sometimes, and this is definitely up there as yeah. uh, feeling Never. very honored and blessed and yeah. uh, very yeah. thankful that uh, you know we're able to bring people so much you know yeah. sort of joy and entertainment, and it really uh, meant a lot to me personally to see that letter come in. That's the mail. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. thanks for your service. That's great. Thank you, here, Clark. Yep. And uh, that's about it for Game Scoop in 2018. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us all year long, mm-hmm. uh, listening and watching us uh, goof off about video games. Let's do it all again next year. Let's. Okay. I wasn't going to come back, but since you... <laughs> Being all right, you're all right exactly. Dan, you ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is all the scoops we have for you this year. Thank you, Justin. Uh, thank you, Sam. Thank you, CJ. Thanks, thank man. you, Dan, yeah. in the booth. Yeah. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop. Happy holidays, everybody, and we're out. I said I would run away As far as I could go Teach the dogs to pull a sleigh Through the white and drifting snow You brought home a magic box In time for Christmas Day I chased stars and busted blocks Till the feeling went away Needles in the carpet Ice behind your eyes On my best behavior Till Santa Claus arrives In another castle Trying to survive the storm that took us all in 1985. You walked out into the wind to warm up Grandma's car, but you never came back in. Lost beyond the fog of war, scrolls unfold in front of me. And I am in control 
wires from the old TV through my hands and to my soul. Needles in the vacuum, ice behind your eyes. On my best behavior, till Santa Claus arrives. Trying to survive The storm that took us all In 1985 Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.